Hi, welcome to the Reds We See, where we talk about our favorite team, Toronto FC. The season is over. Well, for Toronto, at least, there's one game left. Uh, unluckily, we're not in it. We're going to talk about the year that is 2020. Uh, not a fun year for anybody, but it wasn't a bad season all in all. Uh, we're going to go over our thoughts on it. Uh, lots to talk about of the changes that are happening for the off season and looking forward to the future. Corey, how's it going? Oh, it's going, bud. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've, uh, good. I've gotten over that we're not in the final this year. It took a while, probably why we haven't been on for uh, two weeks. We had to take it all in and decompress. Think, yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's it. But we're back. Yeah. 2020. Wow. That, uh, I, I that, <laughs> you know how you always want to have positives and negatives uh, about a, a, your team's season and how they did, yep. what they did right, what they did wrong, or at least what you thought was right and wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is the year to even think about that. I, I couldn't it, imagine any of the players, not just for Toronto FC, but for the whole league, for the whole world in professional sports, uh, being able to look back at 2020 in any way of, other than uh, we survived. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to put it lightly, yeah. You know, it's it was it wasn't it wasn't your normal season from the get go. Um, MLS started what a couple weeks early, right? Like TFC had a game in February, and then the home opener, and then nothing for how many months before the MLS is back tournament, you know, no, but everybody was training, training, training. Okay. Let's go stop everything. And like you said, you can't really put a positive. You can't put a negative because every team went through the exact same thing. If some teams kind of handled it a little better, but you know what, like you said, 2020 was almost a wash. They, they survived. I, I will. I will make an attempt to put a one positive on uh, for for it. And this this doesn't just go for Toronto FC. This goes for the whole whole league and all the players. Is uh, they still put on a show? Uh, they they yep. still all tried their best and 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 worked hard for their fans. Mm-hmm. Even though we weren't allowed to be there, um, they played and gave it their all. They uh, competed. They, they competed. And you got to think the, these these guys, especially for Toronto FC and the other two Canadian teams, they weren't able to do this season at home in any nope. way. Minus uh, uh, Toronto FC had one home game. Uh, that that was it. You know, uh, I'll say we had a, a rented one, home. Yeah, one home game with fans. How about that? Because we did have that little mini Canadian thing going on there at the at the uh, beginning yeah. reboots of uh, MLS twenty twenty. Uh, well, Toronto also was the only Canadian team to have a home away from home solely for them. Montreal shared with New York. And yeah. was it Vancouver was with Portland or Seattle? Uh, I don't Portland. recall exactly, but yeah, yeah, Portland. it was Portland. Yeah. So Toronto was at least able to get away from the, the colors and the whole scheme of the rented building they were in, right? Rentschler Field went Toronto FC. Yes, yes. That was Toronto's home 
Hats and off Hartford was they really welcome, right? Yeah, yeah, very classy. Uh, hope, hopefully, we uh, we can keep them as as fans of Toronto FC. And who knows? Sure. Who knows? I mean, we're we're still uh, we're still in this lovely pandemic world. They might be going back to Hartford in the in the new year. So, you know, uh, it could happen. I'm thinking it most likely will. Sadly, mm-hmm. at least for the first parts of the season, for sure. If we're back mm-hmm. in uh, BMO Field in September, I'd be surprised. Very happy, but surprised. Very happy. But. What about uh, a whole bubble system like the MLS's back tournament? Maybe not uh, the tournament per se, but an actual beginning to the season in a bubble. How would your thoughts on that be? I, I, I don't know. That's, uh... It, it kind of takes the whole shared um shared stadium element out of it as in the fact that most teams have their own home field and then there's the couple ones here and there that have to share with other teams you're to do it a bubble or you know maybe have a couple hubs then everybody is on common ground you know there's there's not going to be there's not going to be fans in this game and fans in that game, it's going to be either there's fans here in the bubble or there's no fans here in the bubble. It's not, you know, 20 people here was a couple thousand over here or whatever. You know what I mean? Everybody's going to be on that same field. That's a hard argument for some of the teams who uh, agree with it or not are allowed a few fans in the stadium. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the loss of money and revenue from not having fans in the stadium right now for the MLS can't be pretty. I, I hope no. that financially they're stable enough as a league uh, to put up with maybe another half season or a whole season of this. Mm-hmm. You know, Cause that's, that's very well what could happen. I mean, the U S is not looking any prettier for its numbers and, and nor is, nor is uh, Canada for that fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, vaccines are coming out. That's great. But, they're not coming out fast enough. That's for sure. No. And it's priority, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's for good reason, your healthcare workers and your frontline. Oh, no argument. We may not. Yeah. You know, but, so let's but talk other than this. the let's COVID season, it was, it was uh, good to see the, uh, the young guys come up in yes, Akinola. So, well, I mean, that's uh out of, out of all the youngsters, he is the highlights or the biggest mm-hmm. highlights. Let's not uh, knock the other gents that we're able to take to the nope. this year. But uh, Akinola, wow, yeah, and he just heard, uh, he <laughs> just scored his first uh, goal for the U.S. men's national team, which is still mm-hmm. kind of hurts a little because he should be playing in red, <laughs> not red, white, and blue. But, but that was no, his choice. That's yeah. up to him. That's fine. And well done to him. I mean, that's for a, sure. That's a positive for him, and it's a positive for Toronto FC because if he's shining in every way that he plays, perfect. Um, he was given the opportunity, and he ran with that. He every I, I found all of his minutes, he competed. It yeah, was wonderful. It's great I, to see. I preferred seeing him on the pitch to Josie this year. Without a doubt, <laughs> you know. Yep. Yep. Uh, Josie Altstor will always be in my heart for what he's done for this team, but 
If you put those sure. two side by side for the year 2020, Akinola is the one that shined. For sure. For yeah. sure. Jo I don't know the story. Josie came in. Him, but anyway. Jos Josie did well when he could. Yes. I just, I, but, for that money, he needs to do more of the could part. Yes, for sure. He has to have more could. <laughs> But uh, who else? It was good to see. I think I thought Nelson was starting to climatize pretty well. You know, you always knew when he was on the field, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and then, you know, there were some other guys we'd like to see a little more of. Um, obviously, the perfect, perfect uh, season for Bono. Uh, didn't concede. He uh, He took his three matches and stole games for TFC took his ball and went home <laughs> I don't know if he was given a ball yeah very but unlucky. Yeah, no. very unlucky that he got hurt uh, near the end of the season uh, to mm -hmm. have that option of either Alex Bono or uh, Quinton Westberg for the coach is, is that's going to be a dream for sure it's a, it's a wonderful problem to have like it's been said you know, but, who, uh, not to what, not. you know who really impressed me this year until he got down was uh, Jonathan Osorio taking on the uh, armband, the Captain armband, while uh, yep. Captain America yep. was uh, out, unluckily, because uh, yep. Bradley is our man. But Ozo, he, he took the helm, mm -hmm. not just with the wearing of the armband, but what he did on the pitch. He's a workhorse. It, it, for sure. He was taken a little bit out of his element. Well, he showed the team that if he can do it, you know, these guys around him, they can do it too. It was, they, they made an excellent push at the end of the season, for sure, 100%. So is uh, Azorio our future captain? He's making a good case for it. I think so. I definitely think he's making for a sure. good case for it. Uh, longest serving Toronto FC player, mm -hmm. uh, great veteran. City loves him. We love him back. It's all good. Yes, it's all for good. Sure. For sure. So we didn't One make day, it perhaps. We didn't make it through the playoffs. That was. Uh, what'd you think of that one and done game? <laughs> Not very particular to the one and done style. <laughs> um, I don't think that TFC was 100%. Um, the, I don't know if like the compete was there, but I think by that point in time, the, the push in the end of the season, the regular season, when there was five games in 15 days or whichever it may have been, um, the guys went right hard and I don't know if they had much left for the playoffs. And I mean, the game could have gone either way. And then it definitely did not go Toronto's way. Now, do you think that was part, obviously there was a lot of games in a short period of time. Do mm -hmm. you think some of that onus lies on, uh, on, on Greg Vanny with rotation and this, this goes for the whole season. His um, minutes management, load management, 
I mean, he's one to uh, ride whoever's hot and keep them going until they're not. Um, it probably could have been a better idea to perhaps not have pause playing all the time. You know, let him kind of rest a little bit, let the younger guys get some movements, get some minutes. Um, you could you could always say the load management, you know, if it was this or if it was that. But um, maybe I think if the guys had a little more in the tank, we'd be a little further along in the playoffs. Yeah. That well, or even if they kept the two-game system, the legs. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be uh... – uh, I'm not going to be knocking Greg Vanny here, uh, a legend for the team, who for sure more done everything that everyone knows about and uh, has discussed <laughs> amongst themselves. Is Toronto mm-hmm. FC's looking for a new coach? Greg Vanny has stepped down. Yeah, so is that a good thing? Are we due? Are we ready? No. I mean, he was going to stay. And nobody probably would have said anything in a negative way. For sure not. His choice, he leaves the team. Toronto FC is looking for a new new coach, new manager. Mm -hmm. How does this change things for off-season and, uh, like, uh, for next season? Like, when you think about it, is now the time to be looking for a DP when you don't have a coach yet and it might not gel into what the coach is going to want to do with the team. And now you have a million dollar player who, who doesn't fit is good. Or you don't just doesn't fit for the style or for the players who are already here. Right. So I think, you know what, let, let the, uh, the talks happen and put everything kind of on a back burner until you have a coach who is going to say, this is my style. This is my system. These are the players I like. This is the, this is the position that I'm, I feel I'm lacking in. Or if we bring this person in here, this player here, he might ignite another part of the the field. Right. So you can't really be mixing players in when you don't have a style that's set in stone right now. Yeah. Now that's going to be interesting. Uh, do you think that we're going to name somebody in the very near future or are we going to end up with the, uh, uh, I still have to finish playing in England first and then I'll be there three weeks after the season starts. You laugh. It's happened yeah, before. It's, it's happened for sure. There are interim co- coaches all the time. No, no. Um, it happened for Toronto FC. When they brought in Nelson, he was still playing in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that's where we're <laughs> at anymore. I think Toronto FC no. moved on from that style uh, of uh, of recruitment. So many many things, many 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 things for the better have changed for the team and the club since then. But for sure, it has happened before. It has. I don't think it's going to happen again. I think everybody kind of knows, you know, knows the game now, right? Well, the, Toronto the- is relatively new. Yeah, the the, the, so, uh, the head office and, and the management team—it's uh, come up, come a long, long way with with who we have now. Do you have sure. any? Do you have any um, 
dream managers you'd love to see come in? <laughs> oh, a buddy of mine told me Sir Ferguson was coming over. I, was like, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> he might one it's day a different shade over. of red, I guess. Yeah, he might come over one day to watch a match, but I highly even doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? There's a, there's a small list of rumored coaches. You know what? I, I, I don't have enough knowledge of, of what's out there, who's available, mm-hmm. or, or who's good and who's not, who isn't already working. Yeah. Um, and who's going to come over and their style is going to be uh, something, a force in MLS. Well, and that's, It is a little bit of a different game. That's that's a big question. Is do you shop within MLS, or mm-hmm. do you shop outside of MLS? And that 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 does make a difference in, in a lot of ways. Of course, you For don't sure. want you don't want a uh, thrown away MLS coach because he couldn't hack it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. We are, <laughs> we are a, a premier team in this league, and uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I don't, I don't think uh, unless someone special from within the league became available or is hidden that I don't, like I said, I don't know enough uh, uh, to speak to t- definitively or even give an opinion, but it's something they definitely have to think about is sure. bringing in a European or South American manager. This league is different and it's, it's if- not like other leagues in the world. So you think you'll be able to play a certain style with these certain kind of players without thinking that these gentlemen have to fly all over North America mm-hmm. to go to matches and uh, um, flying a five hour flight to LA does a toll on the body when you had to just leave four hours. Well, I'm kind of silly saying four hours, but arriving a few hours before a match. It's, right. I don't know. It's it's a different but this league, that's for sure. The new perspective could be advantageous, as in everybody in the MLS may be used to a certain style, maybe used to certain things, and a fresh new look from one of the uh, the premier leagues across the world. You know, a team, a storied team, or somebody who's in a storied league, and they come over and maybe their style works it'd be interesting interesting to see for sure it would be a fresh perspective well you 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 have to think money as well and right now money isn't coming in (laughs) so how much are you going to pay somebody to come in with your thought there bringing someone in who's from a big club or past big club or whatever you know, mm-hmm. it's well number one if you could get somebody from a big club that's a coup you know so what about an interim what about somebody that um maybe you go within the tfc system bring up a tfc two coach yeah you know he's not going to be making the, the 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 money that uh, a high profile coach will be making and so you play your season, he does well, maybe you resign him. Or you take the the income, the revenue generated from hopefully having fans back, so your all your ticket sales and whatnot, and then you go after a sought-after coach. See, isn't this the fun part of off-season? 
<laughs> Toronto FC has been very quiet the past few years with some some signings and some stuff. There hasn't mm-hmm. been a whole lot of uh, wow factor. Toronto FC for a few no. years there was always given the wow in the offseason. That's the thing. They were always winning the offseason. Um, mm-hmm. But they did it so well for a few years that we didn't need to have these big wows no. in the offseason. They had the big... They had their core, their core that they didn't really need to interchange a whole lot. So now we're looking for a new manager. We have an open DP mm-hmm. spot currently. Mm-hmm. This could be really interesting. Who's going to be uh, re-signed? Uh, I was talking with Justin Morrow the other day, and uh, we all have our fingers crossed as fans. Yeah, for sure. That he uh, is able to stay in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's leaving? Is Simon gone? Is Zavaleta is, gone? Uh, That's two CBs. If they're gone, who's replacing them? So there's going to be a lot of stuff. Are they being replaced from within the organization with some of the younger exactly. guys who need to come up? Or are they going to be looking for a, uh, 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 another one, two good center backs to fill those roles? Mm-hmm. Are those guys one of them or both of them going to get re-signed? It is what going about to Piatti? Be- it's going to be a very interesting offseason. That's one thing I am very excited about is uh, the possibilities of what can happen and what this team can look like while still mm-hmm. keeping the core. The core is still staying, and, and that is such a positive. It is. And then, like we were saying earlier, the, the young guys coming up being mentored by the core, you know, they got a fire and they're, they're they have a fire within and they want to play for TFC. They want to do well. And well, like you said, when Josie was down for however many matches this year, Akinola rose up to the challenge and he played his heart out. And that's a very big positive for the, uh, the upcoming seasons. Oh yeah. I think it's going to, it has or will light a fire under Josie. So we're going to have two mm-hmm. great strikers. Yep. Uh, I, I for sure. I knock Josie quite often in 2020, uh, but I'm really hoping that uh, he he just get, is able to give it everything in 2021. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if that is the case, the rest of the league has to look out because it's not just oh we have to worry about Josie. Because if the, if our mm-hmm. new coach puts on Josie and Akinola at the same time, and they end up gelling and working together. And uh, Pozuelo, MVP Pozuelo. <laughs> MV Pozuelo, right? There it is. Going to be to him, by those, the way. Is going to be feeding those two gents. Uh, yeah. You know, along with the, the rest of the team. It, it, you mm-hmm. know, I'm kind of moving sideways and forward at the same time to you know, talk, <laughs> talking about uh, uh, what's going to happen in the offseason and what we can look forward to and the possibilities in the new season. Uh, yeah. Now I'm excited. I really am. I'm sad that the team's not playing right now, but I'm so excited for the future. Uh, yep. It's going to be great. I brought it up well, there. Hopefully briefly. The- we do have to say kudos to our main man, Pozuelo there. Winning yep. the MVP. Congrats on him for sure. Cheers to that. And cheers to that. And then the other cheers goes out to uh, Justin Morrow, part of that whole uh, humanitarian uh, with the Black Players for Change movement. 
Yes, well, it's good uh, to see him leading that. Well, well deserved. I, I'm very happy with uh, um, the way they awarded that, and not to mm -hmm. a single player, but to the actual group and movement itself. Uh, very yes, for sure. It was. It wasn't uh, individual effort. It was a committee for sure. Yes, yeah. and uh, uh, speaking with Justin, he, he that boy's been busy. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, you know, I don't. I don't think he's stopped on the pitch, off the pitch. It's been go, go, go. It's been a uh, beyond crazy year for for him and uh, others within the uh, players, uh, Black Players for Change uh, coalition. Uh, hats mm -hmm. off to them, and uh, you know, change needs to happen, and it will happen. We need to make it happen. For sure, for sure, and it's good to see. Uh, players around the league taking charge and leading that you know that movement that change and also again cheers to those guys so um what's your uh dream scenario what do you want to see most for 2021 besides the obvious don't another, say mls uh, <laughs> another star <laughs> Another is it? Will it be silver next year? Is that what it is? Is it a big I don't silver know. star? You know, there's, <laughs> there's something wrong with the MLS. They don't believe in actually having a tradition. Teams are tradition, changing names. You know, stars yeah. are not allowed to be certain colors unless you're LA, and then you can have 50 stars. <laughs> you know, um, just make it all stars their logo. Right? I think their jerseys should just be stars because yep. that's how they feel about themselves. <laughs> So I thought the, the old rule, as in it still exists today until the new season, or maybe whoever wins this weekend doesn't get the big star next year, which I don't think they do. But LA has one big silver one, which is supposed to represent That's your five, five right? And then they have four other small stars. Well, that's nine. And they've only won five. <laughs> Sorry, that's just... Oh, that pisses me. <laughs> but, but they're the galaxy. They're allowed to have stars, right? <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah, okay. Just put a full moon in there. <laughs> yeah, whatever. No, uh, yeah, the MLS and, and traditions, they, they're they very good at trying to make fake uh, derbies and uh, uh, blow up things to make you feel like it's supposed to be important, made up things. And then things that they take away, like the they started the stars uh, the the, the uh, defending champs had the gold uh, mm -hmm. for the year. That's gone away. Uh, I don't know what's going on with name changes all of a sudden. Uh, Montreal's changing its name, so we're going to have to come up with new chants for them. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just heard that uh, York 9 is changing their name to York the United. York United, York yep. United FC. Like, so I think they're just preparing but, for when they're allowed to join MLS in 10 years. <laughs> I, I don't well, know. They, they still have, they, they, they'll still have the nine as much as Toronto FC has the Reds. So they're kind of allowing the nickname to continue on. Well, I don't you, know if Montreal no, no, is still going to be the you same. You can't allow a nickname to go on. We decide <laughs> what the nickname is going to be. That's it, right? You know, an example, the head of... Uh, MLS isn't coming down and phoning me up or saying, going, I don't know if you should call them the Reds anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're moving past that now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
come on, you football team. <laughs> All right, so I did start with a question. Sorry, I get lost often. That's what happens when you give you a mic. What, what do you hope for for uh, 2021? Um, I hope that change is good. I hope uh, the new perspective that comes in brings a new light to TFC and we can continue on with our, our ways, our, um, our winning ways, you know, sitting at the top of the, the table, the league table. It's, uh, it would be a great legacy to continue on with. Nice. nice 100%. I'll go with that. You know, I'll allow that right? this time. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Myself personally, well, I'm going to be greedy I gonna and I want Can to be allowed in the stands again safely. For sure. And not alone. 100%. I, I want the no. other 30 odd thousand joining me. Well, it would be uh, very hard on your part to be the only one making those chants. We <laughs> want to be able to hear you while we're sitting at home, Dan. Well, you know what I'm like with a mic. So if you put me in BMAC, <laughs> I'm the microphone, they will know there I'm there. Right. Yeah, for sure. We'll give you a big red megaphone. You can just go to town. Sounds good. I say we uh, um, wrap it up for 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 this 2020 season. But I want to come mm -hmm. back as often as possible with lots of fun news and uh, talk about who our new coach is when we when we get him or her. Anything that's sure. up in the air right now. Um, new players, players lost, all kinds of stuff. So we'll be talking to you guys throughout the off season uh, when there's things to talk about. If not, yep. we'll just come on and have a drink and reminisce about things. There you go. <laughs> have a good one. All man. right. Cheers. Cheers.